1: It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rescuers radio show. Heard every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360, faithtalk1360.com, and then it goes into the podcast stream. Uh, please go to our website, rescuersradioshow.org, where you can hear all of the shows on podcast. As this is a, a listener supported show as well, uh, go to our website. And if you wish to donate, it'll show you and walk you through that as well. Really excited about my guest right now. His name is Steve Wagner, president, founder, and CEO of Revive 40, nonprofit. Hi, Steve. Good morning. Good to see you, and glad you could be on the show today. Well,
1: thanks for having me. Yeah.
0: So, hey, before we uh, before we begin diving into uh, your great works with the nonprofit, uh, let's allow the uh, worldwide audience to get to know you uh, on a more personal basis. Take a little time to share your backstory and how you got to this point in your life.
1: Yeah, well, Revive40 started out of my own sexual brokenness, and my journey through God healing me in that process, and uh, I had dealt with it for years all through high school, college, and into my uh, adulthood, and then uh, God uh, reached out one day and, and said, it's time to deal with this. So I had to address it, and, and I was married at the time, and so it was very painful for my wife, but that's a little bit of the backstory.
0: Yeah. Are you from Phoenix?
1: I am from Iowa.
0: Iowa, yeah, Waterloo. <laughs> cool. So, um, uh, so you had uh, your troubles in front of you, and, and please be uh, explicit with our audience because you say that they may not know exactly what that was.
1: The uh, broken sexualness, yeah, yeah. pornography okay. and other types of sexual behaviors that yeah. are not pleasing to God. <laughs>
0: All right, so let's let's dive into Revive 40. Uh, explain the name, how you got there, and exactly what the nonprofit is.
1: So in my recovery, uh, I was talking to some pastors and uh, giving my testimony of how God had freed me. And uh, th- at the end of it, they were laughing, and I said, what are you laughing at? And, and they said, uh, well, right before this meeting, we prayed about having somebody start a recovery group for— for uh, people dealing with sexual brokenness in our church, and we think it's you. Wow! And I said, I don't think it's me.
0: <laughs> that, that, that feels like you were led, right?
1: <laughs> but God ended up uh, kept nudging me, and in the year two thousand, January, we started our first small group.
0: Okay, so uh, we have uh, where we're, time is is not a short thing here. We're ready to go. We have enough time to so be. Be, uh, you know, as open as you want to be okay. uh, through through our conversation. And um, so Revive 40 means what?
1: So Revive 40, the revive comes out of Ezekiel 37, the Valley of Dry Bones, where God revived uh, the people. And just one night, God woke me up and said, I want to kind of have a little talk with you. And I felt like he was impressing on me. uh, uh to name the group at that time, Gog. And uh, Gog is in Ezekiel 38. Well, I went back a couple chapters and started reading and started reading in the Valley of Dry Bones. And and I felt impressed that he was saying uh, there's a bunch of dead men walking around, dead Christian men walking around, and uh, I want to breathe new life into them uh, and revive them. Uh, is one of the words that's used in that passage in some translations. And so what's that, the scripture again? Uh, it's uh, Ezekiel thirty-seven, just a whole chapter of the valley. So, of where does Tribes the forty ones? come from? The forty is it's estimated there's about forty million Christian men in America that are dealing with uh, pornography, uh, dealing with uh, sexual brokenness of some time, some type.
0: Forty million. Yeah. So. I'm going to ask you to break down that how did you arrive at that number what's the the uh, how did you ever come at that at that number I know it's a big so, number anyway but
1: So we took the population of men from 12 to 75 years old and then uh, we took 65% of men that are dealing with at least looking at pornography once a month and uh and then also the percentage of men in the in the country that call themselves Christians today which it's a little bit over 60%. That, that number is probably questionable, but, uh, so it, it's, it's an estimated number based on that.
0: So, um, the, these are important points. Um, and, and how did you develop the mission, the strategy, everything that goes along with that?
1: It literally was a moment by moment, uh, experience for me. I had no recovery of formal training and recovery in the beginning and then, um, So we just started reading a book, sharing, talking, seeking God. And we started to see men get free, you know, just having a safe place to come and talk and be honest, a place of hope and holding one another accountable uh, for what their goals were to see their marriages healed, their families restored. And so that's it just kind of rolled out a little bit at a time. Uh, And then I went back and I got my degree in counseling and uh a biblical degree in counseling and uh, a lot of uh, work in healing of uh addictions of all sorts.
0: So let's let's go down that road. Uh your healing part and th- and therapy your therapy part uh how much of that are you doing and can do?
1: Yeah, you learn just I mean literally have sat with thousands of men over the 23 years we've been doing this. And uh, you get pretty good at identifying their the trauma in their life, their pain, because that's most men. That's what they're doing is they're masking that with sexual stuff. Some people choose alcohol and drugs and other men choose sex to to relieve that that pain or that trauma, that childhood issue that they're dealing with. Wow.
0: So um, so that's a big deal. And 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 uh in your identification do they come to you you go to them you you just you're working on percentages here so how does the reality come to you
1: uh most men find us through either the internet through their churches where they've gone and confessed what they're doing to to their pastors to their wives uh counselors throughout the valley send people to us uh some men getting out of uh, prison for uh so sexual offender issues, uh, some parole officers will send people to us. So we've we've got about uh, thirteen. Well, then you
0: start worrying about recidivism, right?
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So how does that how does that take uh, when you're working with these people?
1: Uh, the over the overall yeah. group, yeah. Um, it's it's successful, you know. As long as people stay connected, seeking God, they have a passion to to get free, because sometimes we want it for them more than they want it themselves. Uh, But once they uh, get on that wagon and and, uh, God shows up, uh, they don't just stop uh, in the healing process of their sexual brokenness. It it filters over to all areas of their life.
0: So through that process, they can come come to wreck Christ, right? Right. If they're not already. If they're already, they're you we, know, you're going to have to approach that with them, right? Yeah, we
1: we're a Christian support group, yeah. so most of the people that come to us are Christians. Yeah. But uh, if they if they come to us and they're not, they will be. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or they quit the group. Uh, but yeah, we're we're uh, focused on you know John, uh, eight thirty six, where Jesus yeah. said if he sets us free, yeah. we're free indeed. You, you say we? Uh, who's working alongside? Uh, men that have risen up that we've got 65 leaders right now that nice. uh, many of them are coaches and groups. Uh, and that's the the thing that holds us back the most from growing and, and touching more men's lives is we need more men. We need more financing to be able to go out and, and make a, we're doing uh, no one out there.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, gosh. Um you find them, they find you and, and uh, the Lord is in the center of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still kind of a mystery of, of those numbers uh, finding them, them finding you somehow right right, right. Uh, It's not like you have a flashing light on your t-shirt around <laughs> you know uh, this is where you go for yeah. so it, it's got there has to be a methodology right?
1: Yeah, you mean from the recovery or from how they find us? Both. Yeah, they find us when they're broken and their their marriages, you know, maybe on the rocks and and over. We've gone a lot more towards helping the junior high, high school, college age kids. We're we're wanting to move more into the prevention than the, kind of the hospital side of things where uh, the damage has been done and and then men trying to restore and rebuild marriages and trust. Uh, So it's a long process, but uh, if they practice what they've learned in our group, they're just biblical principles uh, for life because this is not something you just get fixed and you're done. You know, you got to wake up every day. So one
0: session with you doesn't do it.
1: No, <laughs> so what, <laughs> unless God shows up, <laughs> big time. <laughs> so uh, I mean, this is
0: this can be a real complicated issue, right? Right. The way you approach it, the way they approach you, right? Uh, the, there has to be some uncomfort on you know on the, those those parts, right? Yeah, because um, men are men are
1: sharing things that you know we hear all the time. I've never told anybody this my entire life. You know, is a common statement we hear. I never thought I'd go this far. This deep, this dark into this area, um, you know, I'm not this kind of guy.
0: And uh, you, you're on the on the women's side. You address that too, I think, right? Yeah. With yeah. your wife, isn't she involved in this as well?
1: Yeah. The the other part of our ministry is called Beloved, and it's for the women uh, whose husbands uh, have had sexual brokenness, and it helps them heal because their pain. Uh, this sin that is called the secret sin that 's been hidden for years in their marriage, maybe ten fifteen twenty twenty five years guys have been dealing with it when it comes out, the wife is devastated uh, it it 's almost the bigger issue is than the sin itself is the deception or the uh not knowing this was yeah. going on the whole time
0: yeah, so I can identify with what i 'm about to say, but you there there can be when you when you approach them. More than them approaching you, uh, and you start talking about that issue, they clam up.
1: Yes, They're frozen,
0: right? They don't even want to. They don't want to say a word, right? Yep,
1: and they don't want to be identified as as having a husband that's dealing with this. Uh, they oftentimes feel like it's your problem, it's your issue. You go get help, but the wife needs healing. Yeah. Uh, and we see marriages where the wife gets helped, it beloved. Heal and recover a lot faster, and, and stay there for a lot longer. So,
0: someone in prison, and, and they're in prison for whatever d- addictions, or and that could be this be drug. It could be this, yeah. uh, pornography, or um, uh, and then when they come home, this because uh, and they're walking back into a marriage that's probably not the same. Right. Say that's safe to say, probably. Yeah. Yes. So, how does she greet that, and and he as well? I mean, there has to be. You, you probably have worked out some methodology to address that issue.
1: Yeah. When they when they come out of prison, if they're if they're still married and their wife has waited for them, typically the minimum sentence is is around six years for somebody dealing with some sexual issues, especially if children were involved. Uh, so, when they come out. Um, uh, you know, we get their wife plugged into beloved, the husband gets plugged into revive and, um, you know, we keep them accountable. We don't just meet once a week. We have daily accountability, uh, cause many men can't make it a day. They they need to, to have that support of other brothers, other guys that uh, are in the same place they are encouraging them and helping them stay the course cause yeah. it's not easy. Well,
0: and in our society it's not easy it's not easy to not see those things, right? Exactly. Um billboards, magazines, internet, everything is so accessible, right? Right. And 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 that adds to the ba- the battle. Uh you had uh a couple of successful businesses in 1984 and 2000. Tell us about that.
1: I was in the water treatment business. Probably a large percentage of the listeners today, if they have water softeners and ROs, we manufactured a lot of those. We sold them through various dealers in town. We threw through uh, Spencer's TV and Appliance. We had the Lowe's account. We made equipment for Lowe's. So we did that. We had a service division of about 50 guys that went out and serviced drinking water systems and ROs. And then the other business was uh, it was a God thing. Um, my wife invented uh, the shopping cart seat cover without trying to invent it. She just had her mom sew something for <laughs> our daughter, and uh, every place we went and used it in grocery stores, putting it over a grocery cart, people stop and say, "Hey, I want one of those." Where, <laughs> where'd you get that? And we had Walmart, Babies R Us, Toys R Us call us and say oh, no. we've got to carry this product because so we ne- we never made a sales call. And uh, it was totally a God business. Wow. Yeah.
0: They came to you. They came to us. That's amazing. Uh, you know, when you are you think about it, because that's such a competitive industry, right?
1: Oh, it's <laughs> unbelievably competitive.
0: <laughs> salt, no salt, all those questions, right? So, um, wow. So I, I'm still intrigued with your research and categories within the numbers of 40 million Christian men, Right. what kind of categories, or excuse me for one second, uh, this is for my audience. If you're late uh, coming into The Rescuer Show, our guest, Steve Wagner, founder and CEO of Revive 40, dealing with pornography use in America. So Steve, um, gosh, uh, trying to break that down into more uh, numbers that all of us can understand. Forty million is boom, right. uh, and that's not even all the men in America. You said it's sixty some percent,
1: right? The Christ, the sixty some percent of people call themselves Christians in America.
0: So, are those categories across the board? Uh, are they are they categorically uh, separated like uh, those that are in the clergy? those that are just factory okay, so. workers, those that are office workers, uh successful, not successful in business, you have to find a way to wade through all of that.
1: Yeah, the 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 categories pastors today are somewhere close to 50%. So there is some different percentages where the average guy sitting in church is it's over 60%. So if, you look, if you're if you sitting in church and you see three men in front of you, two of them are dealing with looking at pornography on a consistent basis. And it's the entry-level drug into other sexual issues. Yeah. So, you know, many men that are looking at pornography, they're over 300% more likely to have an affair in their marriage uh, than if they're not looking at pornography. So it leads into other issues, not just porn. It uh, It escalates just like... You know, when we were kids, marijuana or beer was the (laughs) entry-level drug into the other harder drugs.
0: Yeah. So uh, you've had a drug addiction along with your pornography addiction or?
1: I probably did. (laughs) Uh, You know, up to 26 years old, uh, I I did a lot of both of those and and, uh, lived a pretty immoral lifestyle. And then at 26, God. So go back to that percentage
0: you said of clergy. Okay. What's that percentage you get in?
1: about fifty percent of men. most studies are between forty and fifty five percent if you look at the variety of studies out wow. there of Christian so if you get into college age students yeah. eighteen to twenty five it's close to eighty uh, percent My son said you know at the college he went to, he didn't know one kid that wasn't dealing with it. Oh my gosh, so it, it's at, hard for those kids to to get married someday because yeah. they're going to have major issues. And most young men and uh, young girls, because this is a girl thing now as well, uh, think that marriage is going to heal it and solve the issue. And that is the farthest thing from the truth.
0: Oh, my gosh, yes. So um, you've written several books. Uh, Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, just from my experience, my own personal experience, and from years of studying men and the research I've done. And, These
0: are recovery-based books, right? Right. Okay.
1: And our our ministry is, is a recovery ministry, but it's heavy on discipleship. Because when, when men grow in Christ, it gets a lot easier to say no when those tempting things pop up in the computer or those thoughts pop in your mind to yeah. look at something on your cell phone. So... Uh, we're heavily in the, the discipleship side of of uh, recovery more so than uh, the clinical side.
0: How to turn away from those patterns, right? Correct, exactly. Um, and, and the success ratio uh, in the in the offerings that you've had,
1: yeah, about forty percent of men that come through our group find complete freedom that lasts forever. Um, in other recovery alcohol groups, you know, most most groups are around twenty percent success rate. So, wow. uh, God has really been faithful to free a lot of men, that, yeah. and it, it, a lot of men give up, you know, before they get there because it's so hard. And maybe their marriage has issues, and they end up divorcing, and they get discouraged. And there's a whole series of reasons why men don't complete the program, but um, they, if they do it. Uh, God has kind of directed us for them to do they will see freedom
0: so you had more than one book right you had yes. several yeah like three books yep and they're all the same uh recovery issues yes what what separates the 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 books from each other
1: um more of the discipleship side in the later books than the earlier books uh just because we've seen that's the key that if yeah. you can teach a man to feed himself and how to grow in Christ, yeah. uh, that's what's going to hold him long-term in his recovery. When he gets three, four years down the road, he feels like, you know, hey, I'm healed. You know, I'm never going to deal with this again. But Satan waits for an opportune time to attack, you know, and about the time a guy thinks he's never going to deal with it again.
0: Thank you for saying it's that because that's the first time you've used that word, Satan. Mm. This is the work of Satan, Right.
1: Absolutely. I mean, the Bible and James said it is also a work of the flesh, but yeah. uh, Satan obviously is a huge part of this. He's come to kill, steal, and destroy. And uh, we're seeing this being the number one thing right now that's in men's lives in the church. Josh McDowell said it's the greatest thing to come against mm. the church in over 2,000 years, wow. you know, since the, the birth of Christ.
0: Wow. So uh, you have Revive 40 has a motto and scripture, uh, uh, some scriptures that you work. Can you go through that for us?
1: Well, our motto is freedom together. Uh, men do not get free from this without having other men. Uh, and obviously, God can do anything he wants. He can set a man free if he wants to just snap his fingers. and yeah. The man's free. But I've probably seen that happen less than 10 times in 23 years in our ministry. It's a process that God takes men through. And you know, over over time, they learn not just how to walk in freedom, how to take thoughts captive, how to bounce our eyes, how to uh, change our thoughts onto godly thoughts instead of fleshly thoughts. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a process; it takes time.
0: So uh, my gosh, we're we're about three minutes or so to left in the program. Um, reaching out. Must be the the big task for you, Re- reaching out and finding those. Uh, n- it's more than just finding that they are users of pornography, uh, which sometimes can go along with alcoholism and drug addictions. Right, all they t- sometimes are right. tied together. Absolutely. Um, and 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 then you have to go to work, but you need them. To buy in, so what's that first confrontation like for you
1: when the man first walks in to the to the group? Is that what you're talking about?
0: well, yeah, how does he even know about the group?
1: Uh, he, most men up to this point get caught, and their wife says you 're going to find something, so they go online they they have to have a meeting with their pastor or their counselor, and he leads them down to that wow. place
0: so um we're in our last last couple of minutes i'm sorry to say but um if if um if someone in our audience and i'm sure there's more than one wants to contact you how do they do that
1: so i i would love to encourage anybody that's dealing with sexual broken, brokenness in any form uh, i would love to talk to you personally they can reach us uh, online at revive40.com and it's r e v i v e in the number forty four zero, or they can email us at info at revive forty dot com. And it, people that would want to support or get behind our mission in any way, uh, you can go to there and, and you can give. Or there's many other ways to help support the ministry.
0: So, in our last uh, thirty seconds here, anything that we hasn't haven't discussed that you want to get off your off your
1: chest and to talk about? No, I just would encourage people who are listening that are dealing with it, that they would take action. Because for years, men sit there and say, I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop. And then they don't stop until it gets to a broken place yeah. with their marriage. So take action now, and uh, you'll never regret it. One more
0: time, the the website and contact.
1: Revive40.com, and uh, the email is info at revive40.com.
0: All right, Steve Wagner of revive Forty. Uh, God bless you. You are a rescuer. Thank you. God bless you, and thanks for being on the show
1: today. Thanks for letting me be here.